Welcome back to the Sales Leader Show. Today, I'm joined by Lori Kane, and she's pretty incredible. She's actually the Digital Engagement Manager at Sweater, which is a VC fund. She's a Director of Community Growth at Tacos Together, which if you're in the Utah area and you haven't heard of it, you need to check them out. It's the coolest networking, networking event I've ever been to. We had a water gun fight, just a little preview there. Um, she's also a member of the invite-only private community for marketing leaders, Peak Community. And to throw on at the end, she is a crazy ultra runner, which is awesome because uh, I ran cross country in high school. I know how hard that was. And uh, ultra running is a different beast altogether. So <laughs> mad props for that, Lori. Um, before we hit record, we were kind of talking and I and we just decided to hit record because it, it was so I just was really blown away by your answers. But um, I, I want to re-ask that first question, which was, what's a commonly held belief amongst, we're going to say salespeople, but it could be kind of any, any kind of normal person employee somewhere, but amongst salespeople that you passionately disagree with in regards to their personal brand or their online presence? Yeah. So when it comes to showing up online on social media, uh, when we're employees, we often feel like we are there representing the brand, but nobody's on these social platforms to be sold to. And, and so when you show up on social, you are there as yourself. And one of the catchphrases I use is that the more interesting your employees are, the more interested people become in your company. And so you as an employee, I know that you're passionate about your product and your company and, and everything that they're doing, but that's not all of you. And so when you show up online on these different platforms, Share who you are, share what you're passionate about, and you're going to create this network of people that are connected to you because of lots of different reasons. And then, you know, you you had mentioned in the previous discussion about, you know, becoming valuable to even potential employers in the future. But at that point, you are helping to spread brand awareness just simply by being you uh, with the title, especially on LinkedIn, the title of your company, you know, in your headline. Uh, but then even there where you are, you're becoming a valuable evangelist for your current company without even having to talk about the company itself. That's kind That's of interesting. I, I, yeah, I, I, I super believe in the fact that when we show up as our authentic selves online, it it creates that personal connection but the company that we're working with or working for definitely benefits. So the stereotypical sales guy or person is outgoing kind of type A uh, alpha type <laughs> of person, right? But most of us, I would say, are more introverted, actually. And, and I would fall in that category. So I find myself hesitating to share my quote unquote authentic self, my true thoughts and beliefs. And obviously... I don't have to share everything, but when I, when I get a little bit vulnerable and that's kind of when you like, in my mind, authenticity is, is kicking in there, you know, when you're getting a little vulnerable, maybe, uh, I, I find myself hesitant to share it online. It, it, do you have any tips for people like me that maybe need a little nudge or, or some help on figuring out how to do that? <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, the first thing I would I would differentiate is there's a you know private versus personal. <laughs> Don't share <Okay>. the private. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but one, everybody, everybody is worried about how they're going to show up or look like online, and that that comes from a fear of what other people are going to think about you. Yeah. So first off, it comes from. I hate to say this, but like an egotistical place where you don't want to look silly or stupid or weak or et cetera. But the thing is, is that people know that you're not perfect. <laughs> and so when you, when you show up, you know, talk about you and, and you don't necessarily have to like spill your feelings all over LinkedIn, but being <laughs> real, that yeah. makes you more relatable. Yeah. You know, I, and and I and I lean more towards LinkedIn because that is the the water cooler of the online business world where most sales people are. Uh, Facebook yep. and Instagram have their different people have different opinions about them. Anyway, sure. um, <laughs> but yeah, when you're when you're when you're online and you're talking about, you know, I I always say you know the good, bad, and awesome. I don't know why it's good, bad, and ugly. There's two negatives there. I say good, bad, and awesome. You know, you are relatable. You are more human, and there there is more of a uh, a chance for people to relate to you. You can't just show up and say, "I'm a thought leader in this topic," because that's not how it works. You have to create a following, and the way you create a following is to be there as a mentor or a guide, or you know, sharing who you are and speaking to even like your younger self five years ago sort of deal. And you're going to talk about your failures and your mistakes and what you've learned. You know, you're not going to just air your dirty laundry out, but by speaking honestly, people are going to be drawn to that a lot more than somebody who is robotic and so worried about how they look like they can't share those mistakes and failures and, and passions. People that don't have much to relate to. Hmm. One thought that popped in my head when you were saying that is that uh, uh, once when I was in high school, I think I was like in ninth or 10th grade, I was super shy around girls. I just couldn't handle it, you know, and one of my buddies was very outgoing and he was always pushing me to, uh, you know, ask girls out and things like that. <laughs> and um, I remember telling him, I'm like, man, what are they going to think, though? You know, what are they going to think mm -hmm. if, if they if they don't like me or if, if I say something weird, you know, and he, he just looked at me and said, that's super selfish. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like no one thinks about you that much, man. Why do you think everyone thinks about you so much? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, so that kind of falls in line. And then the other thing is like, I, I kind of think that hot takes sometimes or like when, when I, when I think, oh man, when I read on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn a lot. So when I read on LinkedIn, you know, oh, that's a fresh take. Mm -hmm. I, I've noticed it's usually something that I've actually thought before, but I didn't think anyone else thought. Right. Right. So when yes. you're being honest, like when you're saying it's relatable, uh, is that kind of what you mean? Yes, absolutely. Uh, how you think and feel, uh, isn't necessarily unique to only you. <laughs> and so, and so, and the other, the other thought behind that is that when you share those, those hot takes, you're going to attract people who you you do connect with and uh, the connection is going to be deeper and stronger. Uh, whereas if you're trying to hold back or you're trying to be somebody that you're not, 
one, people are going to read through that and it's going to sound fake. It's going to sound robotic. It's not going to resonate. It's going to, it's going to, it's going to flop. Uh, but, or you're going to attract a whole lot of people who you don't really have a lot in common with because you're trying to be somebody else and you're connecting with people who want that other person. And so just, just be you. Uh, for me, I do share a lot of, uh, personal things and the amount of people who write me either there in the comment section, because I've started a conversation and they've said, Oh my gosh, I felt the same way or have sent me a direct message and said, thanks for sharing that. That's what I'm after the, those connections, because those are going to drive then that bond, that friendship. And, you know, let's be honest, we're talking sales and we, you know, we're not just, we're not just online to make friends, but if people do business with people, they know, like, and trust, you're building that foundation. And when the need arises for that person to use the product or service that you're part of, they're going to come to you because they know, they know you. Mm -hmm. So let's say, um, you know, I've decided, Hey, I'm going to start sharing things on LinkedIn that are my honest thoughts on the topic or honest questions or whatever. And then you're sitting and you click that create post and you're sitting there ready to type and you're like, okay, well, I want to share my honest thoughts, but what am I, what do I think about? You know, like, how do you come up with ideas on what to share and it should, should there be much strategy or is it sort of like when you feel like it just type something? There's a two part answer to that question. Um, because this also might be a, a different opinion than a lot of people have. When I go on LinkedIn, my main goal isn't to post. A lot of people think of LinkedIn and getting on LinkedIn to post. The analogy I use with that is that you're out there and you are in a fishing boat. So, you know, that's an analogy people can relate to. You're fishing and posting is like dumping bait into your boat and hoping people will respond to it, hoping the fish will jump in. And that's not how I want to fish. So the very first thing that I would say that you should focus on when you hop on LinkedIn is to comment. Go out and find people who are already posting and join in on the conversation. It's a lot easier to jump in on a conversation than to start a conversation. I mean, think of it as an actual live networking event and you're walking to a room, you know, if you just start shouting, you know, your ideas and thoughts and opinions, hoping people come over to you, you know, that seems a little weird. Well, think of it the same way when you're on and, and we're, I guess for any social platform, this really does work. But when you, when you log in, like go find out what people are talking about and that way then you start to be active and that's where you can get ideas. Take a post that somebody's written and look at the comment section see what has resonated with other people, see what questions people have that the author didn't address. And so when I comment, I comment with a pen and paper next to my computer and I write down then post ideas, or I'll take my comment that I've made and turn it into a post. So when you're sitting there and you're looking at the blank, the blank screen and the curses blink in there, just, yeah. just close that and go find what conversations are already being had and, and joining on those. Uh, the other, the other part of that though, is that, you know, do I have a schedule? I don't necessarily have a schedule of what I'm saying when, but that's where I have that pen and paper. 
Um, actually, technically, I use a, I use a remarkable tablet so that way that I can upload it digitally. <laughs> oh, uh, I've been wanting one of those. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. Oh, I have man. no, I get nothing for it, but it feels like pen and paper. And <laughs> yes, if you've been thinking about it, it's been worth it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <I'm laughs> but that's, but I have a list of different ideas uh, from comments, from different posts, from different things. And so that way then, you know, if I don't have anything that is popping into my head that I feel the need to say right then and there, I go through those lists of ideas that I've had and can make a post. As far as mm-hmm. scheduling, mine's very sporadic. Um, I post one or two times a week. Sometimes I post every day. Uh, I did a challenge in the month of March, March, 2022. Hang on when somebody's listening to this and I didn't post at all. Not a single post. Uh, I did it purposely and and said the last day of April, I made, I made a post that said, this is the last or wait, February, wait, February, March. Yeah. February. (laughs) (laughs) Promise you guys. I'm, I'm, I'm here. Uh, and said, this is the last, this is the last post I'm making for a whole month. I'm doing an experiment and I didn't post a single, single bit. I just commented because I wanted to see how important it was to post versus comment. Cause I have been a proponent of commenting is the most underutilized, but most effective way to grow on LinkedIn. And I doubled my network during that month. Wow. Because I was out there giving and interacting. And so back to the fishing analogy, I was casting my net and I was then bringing the fish into me sort of deal. Because the other aspect of LinkedIn is that when you scroll through your feed, you'll see posts, but you'll see the posts because one of your first degree connections has interacted with it. And so people didn't recognize that I wasn't posting because I was showing up in their feed all over the place because it was through my comments though. And that whole month I gathered so many post ideas (laughs) just by commenting. But yeah, so, so if you're worried about being on LinkedIn and, and for the introverts, uh, I actually really am introverted. Uh, I am an extroverted introvert. I can come out (laughs) and, and talk when I need to. Okay. Um, I, I, I go back in and I need to have a decompression sort of yeah. a, a moment. Um, but don't look at LinkedIn as a place where you, you need to post. The first mm. activity you need to focus on is to go comment and find out what conversations are being had, find out what opinions there are, find out if you agree, disagree. And then from there you can gather post ideas. And then, you know, uh, if you post once a week, but then comment the rest of the week, you'll do just fine and your network will grow. Will grow. That's pretty cool. That That's really interesting you say that. I, I don't uh, post or comment too much, but uh, last week I actually got a connection request and I asked her, I said, well, what, what made you want to reach out? And she said, uh, a comment that you made on a post. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, interesting. So it's funny you say that. That just barely happened to me. Yeah, uh, yeah. So well, I would say I'll... I love podcast episodes that also give juicy tips. So if we are talking to sales leaders, here's the deal. If you are trying to get in front of somebody and a cold call or a cold email isn't working, go find them on LinkedIn and use their content to get their attention and go make a comment, interact with them. I mean, when you make a post and somebody comments, thanks, or thanks for sharing, like you're like, yeah, like did you, did you even read it? You know, right. So when I say comment, like if they post an article or, or so, some thought, like read it, interact with it, 
say, hey, I really enjoyed this part of the article that you shared, or I really loved your thought here, here, you know, and make make a valuable comment on their post. And then they're gonna be like, oh, this person took the time to like interact with me. Then right. from there, you can like a couple of our posts, maybe comment a few few more times. By the end of of like and don't like do it like spamming, please don't. Um, <laughs> but I say you know like a post, comment, like a post. Then you have the open door to send a, me- a message to them, and 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 have something to talk about rather than just your your sales pitch. You say, hey, I really enjoyed this post. I really did have a question about X, Y, or Z that you wrote. Your your message is now also valuable, and now you're not a stranger in their inbox. You have interacted with their stuff. They've gotten to know your name. You have added value. Give. This platform is all about giving. Give, add value, give, add value. Send that message that says, hey, I really have enjoyed your content. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing this article, et cetera. You're going to get, you're going to get a response back. You're because you are you are giving before asking them to do anything. And so I promise you, if there's an account that you haven't been able to get in get in front of, like give on their platform because when they make a post and you make a valuable comment, they're gonna be like, Oh my gosh, like there's, there's just an affinity that that grows between you and them. So there you go. <laughs> That's actually awesome. I, I, it, it, it does make you think about LinkedIn or your, you know, online presence in a different way because, and let's just focus on LinkedIn. I mean, that's really what I care to talk about as well. Yeah. But, uh, um, so a lot of times I guess, yeah, you, maybe without really consciously realizing, I guess maybe that's what I was thinking of as a brand is being like a, an influencer. Right. But that almost has the, that almost conjures feelings of, or thoughts of, of me gathering a bunch of people. But what you're talking mm-hmm. about is creating genuine connections with individuals. You're just, you're just connecting with that person. You're, you're not trying to like scale this thing or something. You're, you're just trying mm-hmm. to, you know, be familiar, be, uh, likable and be, uh, meaningful. Yep. Yeah. That's kind of my, my jam on LinkedIn. Like if you look me up, I don't have very many followers, very many connections. Um, my, I will eventually get there, but like my focus on LinkedIn is, is to be in a place where if somebody says, Hey, Lori, you know, so-and-so can you make an introduction? I can say yes because I have had that conversation with somebody. And honestly, uh, you know, as my, as my presence grows on LinkedIn, I I've been, you know, trying my best to, to write to the people who are good. People are sending me connection requests. I don't, I don't remember the last time I sent a connection request to somebody. And that really is just simply because I'm out there and I, I really, I'm like, who's going to be my next best friend. But then from that, so many different opportunities, you know, my job at sweater is because of the activity I've been, I've had on LinkedIn. My, my job with tacos together is because the activity on LinkedIn, like I, I have, you know, I have secured myself like a, a network of people who've got my back. And it's kind of a flipped funnel thing where I don't have thousands of people at the top of the funnel and I'm funneling down to find the few. I'm finding the few, connecting with them. But then it's cool because the reverse effect is that their network is like, oh, we want to connect with her too. <laughs> and so so it really does. Yeah, I really am I'm looking to make those genuine connections. And, and again, 
people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And if I'm able to, to either be the person that fills a need, or if I know somebody who can fill a need, you know, it just makes it better when, when you know, the people that you're interacting with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's uh that reminds me of uh Paul Shin and kind of how yes. tacos together came together, you know, like that whole story. And, um, it, yeah, gonna, it's I'm, because of Paul that I have, it's because of Paul that I have my job at sweater because he's oh, really? the one who, yeah, he invited me to, uh, cause like I said, Utah does networking events completely awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah. it was a tacos and ax throwing event, networking event <laughs> I heard about that, in yeah. October. Yeah. And Paul, I connected with Paul, became friends with him on LinkedIn. And he's like, Hey, like, let's meet face to face. Are you going to this networking event? I was like, I sure I'll, I'll show up. So showed up, met him, said hi, but Jesse from sweater was sponsoring it, talked to it. So that's why I connected with him. And it just was a snowball effect of, of being on LinkedIn and making the friendships and connections. And then was offered a job to, to do what I'm doing, but for sweater. And then now Paul is growing tacos together to really make sure that Utah has the best networking events and it's going to grow out. We're going to, we're going to grow outside of Utah too. Don't worry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, but running, running the community and building that and growing that um, it's all just because of LinkedIn. And it's really cool. Like to have, have these business opportunities coming my way simply because I'm out there just making friends, you know, (laughs) it's mind blowing and crazy and fun. That is, that's really cool. And here's the, like, the reason I started this podcast, as you know, is because I wanted, uh, or I realized I had a lack of direction in my career, right? So I want to be more intentional about where my career is going and, and, um, and that sort of thing. And sometimes you can get, at least for me, I can get really dialed in on my plan, right? Or what's, Mm -hmm. I need a to Z steps on how I'm going to get from here to there. But I guess maybe this is going to be maybe a poorly worded question, but uh, I'll, I'll attempt it here. So obviously in, in my experience, the people that kind of have an idea of where they want their career to go are the ones that typically, you know, preparation meets opportunity. That's kind of mm-hmm. like the classic or the uh, cliche definition of luck. Um, but at the same time, you can be intentional of who you kind of try to connect with on LinkedIn, not necessarily in a connection request, but just commenting on their stuff. But also you have to kind of be open to the randomness of life. I mean, when you're telling me about how you just, you ended up at a, at a uh, tacos together event, you met Jesse and then obviously Paul and everything. And so, uh, talk to me about that. I mean, how can you kind of balance that, that intentionality of what you're doing uh, with your career with also being open to and flexible enough to, to see those opportunities when they pop up. Right. So for me, what I do is I do have an intentional plan when I, when I get online, cause I look often at, okay, what skills am I missing? Where do I want to grow? Where do I, where do I want to learn? And A, do any of my friends already do that, that I can then connect further message? Or do any of my friends' friends, you know, do that? And so when I am online, uh, you know, I am thinking about, okay, who do I want to connect with that then I can grow from 
you know, obviously adding value myself to, to their, to their life. Uh, but then it's been interesting to see who, who they also then know. Um, so I do have a very intentional, like, I want to, I, I want to grow more in the building the community. You know, I am very well versed, obviously in LinkedIn and algorithm opposing blah, blah, blah. But I want to, I want to grow my skills in actual community building and so I started connecting and that's where I, you know, the peak community, uh, I'm in there with, with CMOs and things like that, but I'm also in there learning how, how they're running a community. Uh, Sangram is, is, uh, and Judd are, are the, the main, I guess, leaders in there and I'm, and Terry, she's does an excellent job. So I am very intentional as far as connecting with the people that I need to, to be able to learn and grow. But then I'm also open to the idea that I don't know what I don't know. And mm. somebody else might. And, and so I don't connect with everybody to anybody. Uh, when I get those connection requests, I, I do actually go look at the profile and see, okay, are they adding value to the platform? That is how I determine, you know, whether or not then they're going to be adding value to me and my network. Uh, but yeah, so I am in circles and I look up hashtags on LinkedIn and I get into very, very intentional and purposeful conversations uh, but then from there, outside of I want to learn this, so I want to connect with this group of people, I'm open to other connections and and to see where it goes uh, and what conversations are sparked. And um, honestly, it's been really cool for me to see even the connections I've made for other people. Uh, it's not just about me and myself and growing, but you know, seeing friends connected with friends and th- that they didn't know. Uh, yeah. Very, very cool. That's awesome. I hope that helps. Yeah. That's I'm awesome. intentional, no. but I'm open to, to the unintentional as well. Yeah. I think sometimes when I'm super focused on a plan, I can put my blinders up and not really notice other things. Right. But, yeah. uh, but when I'm more just, Hey, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do my best here. I'm going to reach out. I'm going to be available and We'll just see what pops up because you can't control the opportunities that pop up in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can just control where you, where your focus is at and what you're doing, uh, yeah. it, essentially. And a good a good way to do that is is that when I when I am online and I am looking at posts of people that I want to connect with, look in the comments section though too to see if there are people that are commenting that that you would also like to connect with, and you can like or comment on their comments or deal. So so very purposeful activity on LinkedIn with going to the posts and going to the people I want to be connecting with. But then I add a little bit of look through the comment section to see who else then they're connected to that I would like to, to form that relationship with. That's awesome. That's a great tip as well. Um, I, I have so many more questions, but we're, <laughs> we're coming up on time here. We had to do a part two. <laughs> I know. I really would love that. Um, this has been really eye-opening for me and I'm looking forward to uh, re-watching it and, and uh, creating the show notes and everything. But I, I wanted to, obviously LinkedIn is, the, is it sounds like a great place to connect with you. Is there, is there anywhere else anyone should really, uh, is that the best place or is there anywhere else that people That's the best place. Um, TikTok is coming. I have Ooh. a TikTok. Uh, okay. So what, so speaking of learning and growing, I have a TikTok called Lori Learns. Um, I am with a VC fund with Sweater. I know nothing or did know nothing about venture capital when I started. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I, and, and that's been really exciting to be able to learn and grow 
and I'm sharing my journey uh, over on TikTok. So um, more, there's only two videos over there right now. More to come. But okay. yeah, LinkedIn is the best place. That's where I hang out the most. So Okay. So we're going to link up in the show notes to LinkedIn and TikTok. Yeah. And TikTok. <laughs> You're a little, a little apprehensive. I'm getting, I, well, I'm getting, I'm getting uh, tips from my kids. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Those are the experts these days on right? TikTok for sure. Well, awesome. Well, uh, we'll, we'll hang out here just after we hit stop okay. recording. But, yep. uh, but thank you so much for coming on. It was awesome. Absolutely. Yeah.